Welcome back to Trippin' Balls Podcast. I'm excited to be back. Kind of took a really long hiatus there, about like, what, three, four months? Uh, I don't know. Uh, just decided to back away from the mic for a little bit, do a lot of inward reflection. <clears throat> uh, especially as a lot of my, you know, worldly inspiration and uh, a lot of people that I... I guess you could say almost looked up to or idolized wouldn't be the right word. I feel like that's too much, but just kind of, yeah, people that I looked up to, role models, if you will, started to um, kind of cave into some weird things, you know, that, that seemed to cut directly against what they were saying before all of this stuff hit the fan. And, uh, yeah, a lot of it just kind of surrounds fear. And people giving into a lot of fear-based tactics. It, you know, doesn't matter what your political views are, each side or you know, quote unquote side. Because I mean, once you're looking at it as sides, then it's like, oh, we're in the same country, but we're opposing each other, and that just sounds like a lot of civil war right there. So we're not actually, well, at least we shouldn't be opposing each other. You know, a, a, a good functioning country usually involves a a goal in mind, and, you know, we just have different ways of going about it. But right now it seems like there's two different goals, and that can be very divisive. And I, I feel like even the goals could be reconciled and be negotiated to be more focused on a common thing. You know, some of us get that, some of us get that, whatever. But that's not the focus. That's not how people are doing it right now. It's it's very much opposition, and each side, like I said, a quote-unquote side, uh, are really preaching these fear tactics, really fear-mongering, if you will, you know, just to rip a word from the media, right? They, uh... They're, they're really really jumping on that and, and, and people are falling prey and I, I don't blame them. I mean, I do even sometimes. I mean, there's certain things I hear and I'm like, oh shit. And then it's like, just wait a minute. Think about the, the scope of it. Think about the focus. Think about where it's at, what's going on. And, and, and usually, you know, you can kind of calm down once you, once you are actually raised, able to come to reason with it. Um, and right now, not a lot of people have that that time or desire, I guess, I, I'm not really sure, but I just see more and more, maybe it's just bias, I, I, maybe it's things that I'm watching, I don't know what the algorithms, you know, once you see one bad thing going on in the world, they're like, oh, you watch that? Well, let's show you more of bad things that are going on around the world, and let's see how, how riled up we can get you, let's see if we can get it, we can get you to interact, like, dislike, comment, let's, uh, let's keep this this thing going let's keep feeding the algorithm so maybe it's that i mean i i am tending i i usually tend to watch negative things a lot of people are i mean everyone wants to you know if it bleeds it leads so it's just you know it kind of leads you down a kind of a dark path kind of dampens your view of the world like oh like there's no way out of this, you know, and and when people are back to do a corner and, you know, made to be fearful, they will do weird, drastic things that they wouldn't normally do, but they will when they're in a corner. And when you're constantly feeding people, oh, the boogeyman's coming, 
people are going to act out once they feel really, really screwed. And uh, we're seeing more of it from from people in it, and it's it's almost unrelenting. And I, I am, a, I mean, I, I use social media, kind of, um, but I am seeing more and more reason to get rid of it, you know? Because a lot of it furthers fear and, and people just spouting nonsense. It's just, it's crazy. And and there are certain things, you know, you can tell when a person talks, you can almost like hear the propaganda that they were given from from their bubble repeated. And it's like, did you actually look into this though? Like, do you have anything to add to whatever you heard or are you just going to repeat what you heard and I feel like that's happening a lot which is um very frightening uh I mean you see the abuse of propaganda in Orwell and in um A Brave New World and uh you know I I would really recommend reading those books I want to I need to go back and reread them uh, especially um, A Brave New World, um, just to kind of see, you know, a, fiction, a fictional example of how propaganda can be used to control the masses and, and how underhanded it can be and and how on the surface it can seem like, oh, it's it's good, but there's some underhanded objective, some ulterior motive. That's uh, why everything needs to be investigated you know, for yourself and, and trust your perceptions. One thing that's huge in 1984 is literally, you know, getting you to deny your own perceptions. You know, don't believe your lying eyes. When I tell you two plus two is, is five, you better believe it, even though you know it's four. But we're going to make you question. We're going to control your thoughts. And that's your last line of defense is your thoughts. I mean, it's speech and then thoughts. And once, once they have control of your thoughts, which is increasing, and I'm not saying mind control type control of your thoughts, not, not, not that, but like through propaganda, through messaging, you know, it's real. It's, it's not mind control, but it can get you to think a certain way. I mean, going to certain schools gets you to think in a certain way. It's just how, it's, when you're taught, you're, you're basically learning how to learn and, uh, so once you once they have control of your thoughts after your speech, I mean you're basically a slave to the machine. I know it's super hippy dippy borderline conspiracy. I'm not saying it's like a cabal of people organizing all of this, but it's like when people are in power, they want to maintain that power. We see it all the time, and a great way to do that is fear and propaganda, and. It, it's true. I mean, you can look into it yourself. I'm not just spouting nonsense. There's research. There's there's books out there that talk about it, that lay out the framework of everything that's going on. It's it's not new. I think it's just unknown to a lot of people. And, and you just see a lot of people giving in to it, a lot of them unknowingly. And part of fighting against something is, you know, bringing your awareness to it. You got to be aware of it before you can fight back. And that's a big, big part of propaganda is you don't even know what's happening. There's just certain underhanded messages 
that are given to you and you just you take it in stride i mean i fall victim to it have fallen victim to it and probably will in the future at some point in some way but then you sit down and think and you're like oh, wait maybe that's not quite right maybe there's something else motivating them you know i i don't think government is there to be a parent and when they try to parent people you should be aware of that because a lot of us if you're listening you're probably not a child probably a grown adult with sovereignty an ability to do things an ability to think for yourself you can do it you don't have to think one way or the other life is far more nuanced than than anybody in the media will lead you to believe far far more nuanced and and the viewpoints of an individual person far more nuanced when you start getting into groupthink and uh and politics you you, you can't it, it's difficult to convey a nuanced message because it's all about taglines it's all about selling an image it's all about this and that it's not about actually talking about the issues and getting stuff done in a nuanced way and that's where compromise comes in you know you can dig into the issue deeper and and kind of work out those kinks and get into those i'm going to say it again those nuances and uh it's just not a priority nowadays i mean it's all about cramming through legislation passing this passing that i mean hell when this country first started I mean, it took forever to pass anything. I mean, a lot of it had to do with the how slow communication was. I mean, a lot of it was done by horse. So you have letters going back and forth for a horse, you know, on a horseback. And so it's, you know, it's going to take weeks. And then, you know, you have to get the Congress people out there and, you know, from wherever they live to, you know, D.C. to actually vote on things. So it took a while to actually pass one thing of legislation. And, in my opinion, I feel like a slow government is a good government, but some people want to cram through a lot of stuff and want the government to control more and more of your life. And there's just so many examples of when a government starts controlling a lot of your life that society starts to fail because then you're putting your faith in, in essentially one person or one body to make the decision for millions of people. And it's very difficult to do it, it it you know a lot of things have pointed in the direction that when left to our own devices we're normally pretty pretty uh pretty solid pretty self-sustaining pretty um cohesive usually there's more sense of a, a community but when government starts controlling more starts projecting more fear into their people I, it, it it's usually downhill. You start looking at people with more suspicion. You're more likely to turn on your neighbors and basically offer more control to the government. It's it's happened, and I mean, you see it in history. You see some of the tactics employed employed now. It's it's very similar to back in like Nazi Germany, and I it's just disheartening watching people give in to fear. And it's funny when people be like, I'm not afraid of this. And then they are actually very much afraid of it. You know, if they're made to believe it, you know, it's all about the boogeyman. There's always got to be a boogeyman. It's, it's an effective way to control people. And I saw just 
a lot of people give into it and then spout it and try to get other people to be afraid. And, you know, if you're not afraid, you're, you're blind. If you're not this, you're that. And just really a lot of ostracizing of people and friends and family. And it's like, whoa, we are a social communion animal. Like, like we, we love community. Like it's, something we need you put someone in isolation and and they go they go bonkers we need people we need interaction and when you are discouraged to interact when you are going to shut people out and and not have a conversation with them you're just going to drive them into the depths and it's gonna it's gonna fester and it's gonna come back way stronger way stronger if you're not willing to talk to people or talk about an idea it doesn't just go away Ignorance does not mean that something doesn't exist anymore. And when it comes back, it's really you're really not going to like it. It's going to transform into something ugly when you could have stopped it with a simple conversation, with a little bit of love. A little bit of love, a little bit of conversation, and you'd be surprised at how, you can how fast you can de-radicalize someone. It's, it's when you push them away that they become radical, when, they, when they're filled with, with resentment and anger and, I mean... It's a natural reaction to rejection. Now, how you deal with those feelings is one thing. Some people, like I said, get super angry. Other people can take it in stride. But nonetheless, getting rejected usually isn't a good, rewarding feeling to any human, uh, given our nature. And when you are afraid of something, you typically reject it. And thus the cycle continues, like I said. You know, you're afraid of it, so you reject it. You don't want it near you. And some people, I mean, honestly, when you're afraid of something, oftentimes people lash out and they want to kill or destroy whatever they're afraid of to remove that fear versus just ignoring it. Both, you know, both actions are undesirable to, to kill or rid yourself of whatever you are fearful of versus ridding yourself of the fear or ignoring it altogether, which again, the fear remains. The fear is the problem. It's not the object. It's not the thing. It's not the idea. It's the fear. The fear is the problem. And people are forgetting that. I feel like they're so wrapped up in the idea or wrapped up in the boogeyman or wrapped up in the dangers of just freaking living, the dangers of just being alive. You know, I guess the quote-unquote dangers, because my view of, you know, I, 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 I kind of view death more as just another natural process. So, you know, it's perfectly natural, it's perfectly safe. Death is perfectly safe. Although undesirable, I would like to continue living and experiencing in this form as I am. But it's just another transformation, it's coming, and I feel like accepting that goes a long way. Holding it near and dear to your heart goes a long way in my experience, not being fearful of it. This is just an example of kind of getting rid of a fear that can control you. You know, one a fear of death, it's a big one. It's the ultimate one. It's the ultimate fear. The, the fear of nothingness, the fear of not existing. But I digress. So, you know, just being alive is dangerous. Every time 
in between your beats, you know, in between each heartbeat, you could literally die. Of course you're not, you know, it's a given, most likely you're not going to, but technically speaking, you could. Every time your heart, every time in between each beat, but we take it for granted. So just trying to maintain this form is dangerous. Clinging to this form is dangerous. And I feel like that's a big root of, of fear in people. And, you know, I, I feel like when people almost deny the idea of death, they, the, the fear manifests in, in, a, in a worse form. And you, you carry that fear with you and react accordingly. You carry that emotion with you and, and react accordingly. And I, I don't blame it. I just see it as harmful. I mean, I, I'm not saying I'm free of fear. Of course, there are things that I'm afraid of, of course, but I try to, you know, attack them head on. And I found that to be better than just denying them and hiding them away. And I don't mean just talking about your fear, but I mean really facing it head on and like, why am I afraid? And what does this actually mean? And put it more in context versus just so bad, but kind of take a step back and take a broader perspective of it and be like, well, although it's, you know, not desirable, is it something to be afraid of? How realistic is this? I mean, when you're deep in the ocean, fear of sharks, I mean, makes sense. It's better to stay calm, but, uh... You're going to have a bad time if you just are constantly worried about sharks. I feel like I'm getting off on a tangent here, but nonetheless, here we are. The fear of just everyday life is getting crazy in some people. And they are just getting to be so radical. People that you would never expect to be radicalized are radicalizing And it's through these fear manipulation tactics and it's, and sometimes it's difficult to get them out of it because they are so bought into it, so wrapped in it that like they almost cling to that fear. It's almost like a a desirable feeling for them. I mean, who am I to to deny something that might make them happy? You know, I, I don't know, but I've had some, some conversations with some very fearful people and it just does not seem like a good way to live. In my opinion, it seems like a miserable way to go about. And just from experience, you know, being fearful of things, you know, when I was younger that I'm no longer fearful now, it's, it's totally different. And I don't mean like, you know, a fear of heights or anything. I just mean just fear about life in general and versus now where I have less fear about it, where I have a, a, kind of, in my opinion, more realistic view of what's going on. I mean, I guess everyone thinks they have a realistic view of what's going on, right? Don't want to say my view is superior to other people, but relative to where I was, in my opinion, I'm more realistic. I'm not comparing myself to other people. Comparing myself to myself. And, uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I try not to spread fear wherever I go. I feel like anybody who goes around spreading fear um, is doing you a disservice, and you should be weary of that. Not fearful of it, but just kind of aware. Uh, neutral awareness, like, this might not be so. Trust, 
trust yourself. Really look at the world around you. Not at what's going on in the media, but the world around you, your immediate surroundings. If there's a mob outside your house, that might be a problem. Might be something to take seriously. But if there isn't, don't worry about a mob in front of your house because it's not there. It might be somewhere else, but it's not where you are. I'm not saying you can't feel, you know, empathy and 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 kind of imagine yourself in that situation and be like, wow, that's that's terrible. I mean, no one really wants a mob outside their house. Uh, but to act like it's happening in front of your house is, is it doesn't make sense, and it leads to a lot of weird behaviors. I I feel like we've just lost ourselves down this well and uh, as a society so as I kind of saw this happening especially when it was starting to really peak I mean I thought it was peaking it almost seems like it's heading to another peak I mean there's a short lull but it seems like there's something else I don't know um, I, I kind of just retracted back into my roots and uh, fell dormant for a little while Kind of just restore, rejuvenate, and I think I'm ready to get back out there and uh, get back on the mic and talk more. And I know, I know in the middle of this, I kind of got off in a weird tangent, weird direction, kind of spiraled out there, but you know, it's a comeback episode. It's not going to be perfect and uh, it's a, it's a start to get back out and I look forward to recording more episodes uh, in the weeks to come. Definitely have a lot to talk about over over this medium. Uh, the past few months have been pretty crazy, I would say. You know, some new directions in life. Uh, really, uh, really tried to uh, get back to my own perspective, my own, my own thoughts. And, uh, until next time, talk to you then.